Hello, new listeners. If you are thinking about a career change, I have a book for you. My new book, Punch Doubt in the Face, How to Upskill, Change Careers, and Beat the Robots is out in October 2019, and I want to celebrate it with you. I'm hosting a virtual launch party, and I want you to be part of it. Go to my website at futureskills.blog and click on book to learn more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 50 Conversations. I'm your host, Nicole Merrill. Um, This is the podcast where I explore career changers and their backgrounds, and I do it through 50 Conversations. I'm also the founder of Future Skills, a company that examines emerging skills and the future of work. And I'm really excited today to talk to Lissa about her career change, because she's got a really unique story. Um, we've already been talking a little bit, and she's going to tell you a little bit about how she fell into her career change. So a little bit different this time than some of the people we've been talking to. So um, Lisa, I want to just thank you for showing up today and having this conversation. Sure, my pleasure. Yeah, okay, so I'd love to kick it off with the kind of open-ended um, question, what do you do for work? <laughs> I work at Graybox. We're a digital agency in Portland, 10 years running, and I do sales qualifications, sales operations, a lot of operations work, a little project management. I do some website implementations. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's a most, lot. Mostly it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know that we've had someone on the operations side come through. What is when people say operations? What does that look like out of curiosity? Ah, so how a business functions, uh, the processes, the systems that you use, uh, basically the goal of operations is to make the a business run as smoothly and quickly as possible. So you're looking for efficiencies and automation and just where the holes are and filling them. Oh, nice. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right. So obviously this is not where you've always been because you're going to podcast <laughs> about career changes. Tell me. What were you doing before this? Before I got into tech, I spent 16 years in a variety of jobs, uh, restaurant work, uh, retail, uh, cell phone retail sales, and uh, also office manager type roles, and kind of flipped between them as my interests changed. Yeah, yeah. So then how did you get from retail into tech? (laughs) That is a really funny Funny story. Um, (laughs) I had been working at a cell phone store as assistant manager. I'd taken a step down from store manager just for less stress. Mm -hmm. And uh, this woman comes in with her husband and he needs a phone. And so I sell him a phone and then I sell her a phone. And then while I'm activating these phones, this other customer comes in with a billing issue. And so I'm doing both of these things at once and I Mm -hmm. solve his problem. I send him off and then I sit down with her husband to like, teach him how to use his phone and she looked at me and said I have a job for you (gasps) What? (laughs) that's right and so uh she gave me her card and I was like yeah okay you want me to sell makeup or candles or something sketch yeah weird people are always approaching you oh you want to be a state farm agent no no (laughs) I don't (laughs) that has no interest for me I didn't call her and then she called me at work the next day and said I'm pursuing you (gasps) yeah and she said I would be perfect for it I had no idea what the job was I went and talked to her it turns out it's a giant like fortune 500 company called Fiserv Mm mm-hmm uh, they're huge and they were nearby and, uh, 
she made me come in and interview with her and she essentially talked me into quitting my job and getting into this business that I had no knowledge of. I didn't know anything about websites. All the HTML I knew was from setting up my Facebook profile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> oh my gosh. What made you like, so that's, that's such the opposite of most stories that you hear. What made you feel qualified, like, like ready to make that jump? Like some woman comes at you and is like, I got this job. You don't really know what it is. You're not sure if you can do it, but you're like, screw it. I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Total leap of faith. Yeah. Total leap of faith. She, she said she saw something in me. She saw my ability to teach and to Mm. be patient and to talk through qualifications with people and figure out what is going to work best for them and managing multiple things in a stressful situation Mm -hmm. at the same time. And Mm -hmm. I guess all of those things just showed her that I would be perfect for this job. Turns out she was was right, although I didn't feel that for like two years. (laughs) Okay, okay. And what was that job that you actually ended up taking so that she hired you for? What was that job? It was, uh, the title was Web Services Analyst. So interesting. You went from a sales job to yeah. a web services analyst. Yeah, which is kind of a weird job title. It's, yeah. It, what do they do? Oh, well, uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> It was for the financial industry, so Uh you would meet with like a bank president or vice president or marketing director, and you would sell essentially sell them a website. Uh Once it was sold, then you would manage the project. You would help put together a site map and the UX of the the site, and then you would work with a designer who was also the developer, get the content, uh, go through it, organize everything, and then work with the client, teach them how to use a CMS, build the website out completely from scratch uh, after the bones were put into place by the developer and then uh, QA it and then launch it. And then you were their account manager after that. Outstanding. What, what I'm hearing, all I'm hearing from you is skill, skill, skill. skill, <laughs> skill, skill. Like you, you, you just listed so many skills <laughs> in one job. And that's why I think like sometimes asking what job titles are, like we have assumptions about what job titles are, but then you listen to it just unravel like that. I would have never known. Yeah. You, all that that's <laughs> what I like too about what you just said too was that um you know she saw something in you and your ability to teach and to problem solve that like that stuff doesn't always come across on the resume no so never like, if they would have seen like you know sales um at, at a, tel- a cell phone company like you wouldn't maybe know that you know no nope. nope, not at all <laughs> that is incredible so yeah. there you were using all those skills how did you learn how to do that on the job because you were just thrown in it sounds like I was. They uh, they just started me off slow. They had me shadow people and, you know, certain things I took to right away. Um, some things came really naturally. They got me coding, um, yeah. which was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having to learn how to use Photoshop was so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I just learning and just trying to be patient with myself. And she, she was an excellent, excellent manager. She was so patient and so kind. And she would always reassure you and say, look, you're not going to feel like you know what you're doing for a while. So just mm-hmm. take it easy on yourself. Just learn as best as you can. And one of the things that helped me the most was constantly asking for feedback and being receptive to it. Oh, heck yeah. And then taking the time to Google everything and learn as much as I could yeah. all the time. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't like it when I don't understand something. Uh-huh. So I just go after it until I pin it down. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it sounds like you had no choice in that job. It was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here you are. We're going to put you in front of all these people and yep. go. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And it turned out really well. I ended yeah. up uh, managing like 150 clients as their account manager. I was running like 30 to 40 website projects at a time. I was doing like 70 or 80 sales lead follow-ups like on a regular basis. Yeah. And it, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. It's funny you talk about like the role that manager plays. Man, I wish we had more managers like that in our lives, right? Where it's like someone's going to take you under and be like, you got this. Yeah. You got this. That's what, you know, a manager, a good manager does, right? Being able to support you and give you goals and help you out, you know, and really create this space for you to learn. Yes. Um, and say it's okay for you to be in transition right now, right? Yes, totally. And that's actually what I love about where I work now is yeah. uh, Paul, Paul Weiner, especially, who's just fantastic. I love working for him. So I, I've had two really excellent bosses just really fostering me. Yeah, uh, That makes such a difference. Yeah, it really does. So where did you go from there? So, they, so you got into tech, so then it was like, <laughs> then what? Because you've been in it, what, now, eight years or so, did you say? Uh, eight and a half, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually stayed at Pfizer for five years. Um, and one of the things that I did there a lot uh, was working on like operation stuff. And I didn't know that that's what that was at the time. Mm -hmm. I was always making checklists and trying to nail down processes and make things easier for everybody. I yeah. made manuals. I started a CMS training program so that like oh, I wow. would do a, yeah, like a, a once a month, like, hey, you guys have access to this system. Here's how to use it. Here's a refresher course so that mm -hmm. you know how to make changes to your own website. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty successful. And then you know, things at work got a little uncomfortable for various reasons. And I was kind of done, like there was nothing left to learn. I, I had nowhere to go up. Uh, it was a small department within Fiserv. And I, I wanted to try something else, but I wanted to stay in, in web. So mm -hmm. I, I had moved to Portland and I was trying to quit, but they made me go remote instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. Yeah. So I stayed um, working remote out of Portland for a year and a half. And finally I was like, I, I got to apply a, a couple places. So mm -hmm. I picked out some companies that I really liked and I went and interviewed at a couple and then one of them was Graybox. And what was interesting about that is that um, my boss, who I just mentioned, uh, Paul, who by the way, hates being called boss. <laughs> <laughs> he, I like um, how we're having a boss shout out right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he basically straight told me it was a project management job and I had basically been managing projects, but he told me, you, you don't have experience being a project manager. You are an account manager slash solutions architect. Slash, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, even knowing that I got picked out of 150 applicants to take on this job and they just started from scratch essentially and just taught me up. And Amazing. Was, yeah. Oh, I love hearing this. I love hearing these stories. One about good bosses. I love a story, man. If I really did a full podcast, it'd be about bosses, but <laughs> <laughs> I just, you can make or break a job, right? Yep. Um, oh yeah. You know, and that they were able to create, again, creating a space for you to really take it, learn from it and run with it too. Yep. Um, that's super beneficial to have that. Did you notice that as you were going through the process? Like when you went through the interview process, did you already notice that your your potential boss, like you were like, I think I want to work for you? Because that's yeah. kind of hard in an interview, right? Oh, yeah. Um, he yeah. was sitting there uh, eating a bowl of cereal. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
I can work for you, <laughs> Mr. Serial Man. <laughs> totally. I mean, going from a giant, heartless corporation to this like super cool digital agency where yeah. the boss sits in an interview eating a bowl of cereal. That's just so cool. You're like, I found my people. Yeah. I know a, now. Yeah. 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 They had a Mrs. Pac-Man. I mean, come on. That was <laughs> you're on tap. Okay. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. Those will sell me every time I'm on. What do you have on tap right here? What do you have on tap? Uh, I've been in offices. I toured Airbnb's office here in Portland and I saw they had like a snack bar, a sandwich bar. They had cold brew on tap. I think they had kombucha on tap. I may be mistaking that uh, the startup I freelance for has booch on tap. So when I go down there, I'm like, it's better down here. Their snack game is stronger than my snack game at home. You know? So yeah. <laughs> I know to career changers change into an organization where you have a good snack game, um, yep. things on tap. <laughs> well, so you had asked what else, what else I've been doing. And yeah. you know, I know I had mentioned at the beginning of the interview that I do sales and operations and sales operations now. Yeah. Um, that's like the majority of my job, but actually I've been through four job, five job changes within Graybox. Yeah. Did you find those or did those jobs find you? So it's a really small, it's a small agency or no more than like 40 people on average throughout my time there. And so started as a project manager and then, um, a new director of a project management team decided that they wanted to try having a traffic cop, a resource manager, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who is organized and could set processes and figure out when things could be scheduled and mm-hmm. you know, when deadlines could be set and who, who won uh, mm-hmm. when somebody needed a resource. Yeah. And so I did that for four months, five months. <laughs> yeah. Just started it from scratch and then they realized that it couldn't make any money. So <laughs> they scrapped it and I went back to being a project manager. Then um, in January last year, uh, we realized we had too many project managers, um, but there was a sister startup called Business Tastic that my boss had started. Mm-hmm. He needed, uh, they got funding and so they needed someone to essentially run it. Um, which encompassed a lot of work. I bet. So I did that for <laughs> months. You ran like a, a small startup for oh, like yeah. eight months within the context of yeah. this job. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. While also doing sales qualifications for Graybox, I was doing like 28, 30 hours a week running this startup, which encompassed everything from operations to client stuff and uh, I was the product manager for the SaaS platform development project because mm-hmm. we're, we're still developing the platform so I had a developer under me mm-hmm. um, and then we got defunded in August and oh. so I know so I'm still running what's left of it but uh, I found a way to kind of transition it to gray box so that we, it, the dream stays alive, which is right. Fantastic. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm I'm running that project, and then uh, went in basically the rest of my time now, aside from sales, is sales operations and operations. And How do you tell people what you do? Because I'm just listening to you right now, list off, and it's incredible to like listen to how you know how how different your day could be, you know, based on what you're doing and what you're working on. And even the evolution of the last, what, year, year and a half, two years. Like, how do you explain this to people? Because we're using tidy packages, right? Well, I do this one thing, but no one really does this one thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I joke around and I say that my job title is Senior Solutions Specialist. And I picked that job title, although what I really wanted was VP of Miscellaneous Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
accurate. <laughs> you um, getting shit done? I don't know. Like you yeah, just like that's pretty much it. I'm the I'm the pinch hitter. I'm the doer of things. I they they have a problem and I find it and I figure out how to fix it and. Mm-hmm that I there's no way for me to concisely describe what I do to anyone so I yeah. usually just go sales operations and right that. yeah yeah it's interesting you you have this really uh I look at all jobs and careers through the lens of skills but what it's interesting is hearing that sales component because you know I think I've done sales and love sales but one of the things people misunderstand about sales is it's not this like you know skeezy car salesman type thing it's about solutions right and being able to, to listen to people and listen to what they need and see the opportunity and come up with those solutions and yep. it's incredible to listen to you have that background and be able to translate it into like a business organization yeah yeah you know? it's great because I've served in a I've done a lot of different projects that at Graybox. And so when somebody calls for help with something, I usually know what kind of questions to ask the person. Absolutely. In order to give the, the, the practice director enough information to have a successful conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I can also do proposals for smaller projects by my, without having them talk with anyone else, which is kind of nice. But yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really helpful knowing all of the little facets of what we do and it's yeah. been it's been really helpful for the team i think definitely um so i'm curious how many career changes do you think you'll make in your life oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> miss keeper of all the skills <laughs> oh gosh um i don't know 5 10 50 i don't <laughs> yeah any of them no You're open I'm- I'm open. I'm, I'm open to anything. If somebody sees a, a spot where my skills could be needed or there's something that interests me, I, I have no qualms facing after it. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. Last question for anyone that's making, thinking about making a career uh, change. And in your case, you just found you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, uh, what's your advice for anyone else that's thinking oh. of career changes? That or maybe that's stuck in a job right now. And it's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> explore. Uh, I found out that I really liked operations after talking with at least 20 people. Uh, yeah. I, they asked questions. What do you like about your job? Tell me what you do. And then they would tell me what they do. And I, I would go and ask everybody, you know, tell me what you like about your job. Not about like the, the kind of place you work, but mm-hmm. the things that you do, what do you find interesting? And then I would think, is that something I'm interested in? And mm-hmm. just network, essentially. Yeah. I mean, you hear that all the time, but it's totally valuable beyond anything that you even think of if you don't already know. Yeah. And just be confident in yourself. That's really the biggest thing. I, I, I knew nothing at all getting into this business. I knew pretty much nothing going into Graybox. Uh, mm-hmm. And here I am basically direct reporting to the two principals of the company doing everything. So if I can do it and without a college degree, you can do it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So get on it. Yeah. That is badass. That's the other part we didn't really kind of get into, but that's, you know, we tend to think of career changes as I got to go back to school or I got to go do this thing. But you, in fact, like you didn't do that. Nope. Yeah. (laughs) That is incredible. Well, um, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Uh, this has been a blast just to like, I'm just like stars in my eyes, just thinking about you as an employee. And it's like, you could do this. You could do this. <laughs> so that was super exciting. So thank you so much um, for sharing. And for everybody else who's listening, I will see you soon for another conversation. You can find more conversations on my website, futureskills.blog, 
or on iTunes under 50 Conversations. See you all soon. Hello, listeners. Just a quick note here. If you are a career changer or just curious about making a career change, I want to invite you to a virtual book party I am having in the fall. If you're a regular listener, you know I have a book coming out for career changers soon. I want you to be part of that release party no matter where you are. So go to my website at futureskills.blog and click book to learn more.